Kia ora tato. this is the blog post from the 14th of November 2019, my goddaughter's birthday, FYI. The fire of life, what's happened to yours? I've been reflecting a lot about the first blog post and how my understanding of Mahuika, the Atua, goddess of fire, and therefore personification of fire, has evolved over the last two weeks. And even this is probably limited, but I'm starting to think that a flame is what it is. It's beautiful, life-giving and poetic in the way that it dances and it's made dangerous, wild and uncontrolled according to the external factors or the external variables that it comes into contact with, for example. When tafri matea or the winds pick up, it can either blow the flame out or fan it bigger and bigger till it's out of control. When the flame comes into contact with rako, with tāne, uh, the atu of the forest, of the ngahere, atu of light, um, it burns and consumes it if unchecked. And so if we think about the story and when Mahuika came into contact with the antagonist, anti-hero, hero, Maui, his games resulted in him taking Mahuika's children in the form of her fingernails and disposing of them, causing her... Pardon me, causing her to lash out and express mamai or hurt and frustrations towards him, pretty much like any mama would to protect their babies. And as I've mentioned many times, the only kids that I have currently are kopapa or projects that I work on. They're my god kids, like I mentioned at the start, and also even humans that I get to call my friends. <laughs> um, but for my mama and others in my life, I just have this knowing that there's nothing they wouldn't do to protect their babies and pity the fool who tries to get in their way or prevent them from doing that. And so when I look at the Purako about Mahuika and Maui from this perspective, it gives me a whole new appreciation for Mahuika. I see myself in her in a way and I love it. I can see how I get affected by external situations, events, moments, relationships, how I forfeit my metaphorical fiery nails and to others and become subject to the mercy of others when I don't keep that antagonist in check. When I don't follow the rituals that get me into a peak state of mind, when I, su- when I consume kai mentally as well as physically, um, food by the way, When I consume kai that's no good for me, when I say yes even though I have no intention of following through, when I make small decisions that incrementally take me further away from myself or cover up the layers um, that distance me from that inner um, inner me. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But anyway, hopefully you get it. Um, But I'm waking up now. And once the mind has been stretched, it can never go back to its old dimensions. That's by Oliver Wendell Holmes Jr. And I'm remembering that the flame I embody is soft, gentle and playful, fanned and made reckless and dangerous uh, when I allow the antagonist to set up shop in my life. But not for much longer, we're waking up. E oho, tēnā tātou, hana. Cool, so I think that's blog post number three in the Mahuika cycle and I think we'll have at least one, potentially two more about her before we transition into the next Atua for the Atua blog series and I've been loving this. I hope that's what's coming across or coming through is this kind of, I feel empowered. Yeah, that's probably the best way to say it. I feel empowered learning more about Mahuika, but also learning more about how to view that story or how to interpret that story. And I've been 
reflecting on the different streams of ideas and thinking that I've been able to divert into my puna, into my pool of knowledge. Uh, with the books, like I mentioned in previous blog posts uh, by Ngahuya Murphy, um, Women Who Run With Wolves, Outliers, and even one that I'm covering now, Righteous Mind, about really interrogating and dissecting, analysing uh, what I've been exposed to. And I think it was the previous blog post where I shared how um, colonisers documented our stories so even though you know that our stories that our puraco they were still captured documented preserved and distributed by people who didn't understand our worldview so in saying that and not wanting to repeat myself because I've already said it in the previous post but if you don't understand what you're looking at you're going to miss like 90% of it because of how um, our, how our tupuna behaved you know there were subtle gestures there were there were looks there were things that they did that if you didn't know what you were looking at you wouldn't write it down you wouldn't document it and when I think about Mahuika's story with Maui and you know Maui's like the big the saviour that made fire accessible to everyone because he got um, he took Mahuika's children from her and her fingernails and then wasted them all away until the very last one when she just threw them, threw it at him and it caused the whole forest to catch fire and then he, I guess, stored that fire-making ability, I don't know if that's the right word, um, within certain rako. Um And that's how I have heard the story all throughout my life. Right, it makes Maui out to be the hero, and I'm not saying that he's not, but there are so many other ways to interpret that story, and they're not told from the other perspectives because um, they were documented, captured by col- by colonizers, by Pakeha who just didn't understand. And if you tell it from a story from uh, the point of view that I shared, not saying that it's right, could be wrong, and please, if it is, let me know. Um, but you appreciate Mahuika as a wahine, as a mama, as a nurturer, as a protector, as a guardian, and someone coming into her space, taking her children, wasting them away. Like, what would you do if you were protecting what you loved or who you loved? Right? So, seeing, like, reinterpreting that story has allowed me to reinterpret my own story about my own life and that's what I've been loving about covering Mahuika lately and hopefully you've been loving it as well or if not, (laughs) if you're not loving it then let me know as well Um, but at least I hope what's coming across is that need to reinterpret our stories and above all else I hope that's what you take away but please let me know what you think Akin as as always uh, to wānanga about this kind of kaupapa he oi I'll catch you on the next one hei kōna